0: You're listening to Under the Pen Podcast, where we share and discuss untold stories. Every week awaits a journey you don't want to miss, an experience that you can always return to. I'm your host, Alice Shadow. And I hope you enjoy. going on guys i am i apologize um for the for the late post it's a lot going on over here i just moved to kentucky yeah 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 um yes yeah, it's, it's just a lot this it's a lot of stuff going on my laptop that i edit and record off of apparently decided to put in his two weeks notice like without letting me know so i have to send that in and wait for it to get fixed. And so that's why I didn't post yesterday or whenever or the Wednesday that I was supposed to post. But we're going to be doing a little something different. If y'all saw the title. Um, I'm I'm starting up a little, a little, a little, a little, a little, a little. <laughs> I'll start up something different. Um, it's called It's Not My Diary. And basically, when um, you see the title, It's Not My Diary, I'm just going to be Giving y'all some poems, some pieces, some thoughts that I've had in the past, um, that I've written down. The reason why I called it is it, not my diaries because, like, when I was in middle school, me and my homeboy, uh, Will, Will Man, shout out, Poetic Willie, we'd walk around school. <laughs> we would walk around school with our little notebooks. Mine was like, um, uh, mine was like alligator green, and his is like a composition notebook that was black and white, barely hanging on to the cover and we'd walk around and you know people be like oh you got your little diary like no it's not a diary like it's my journal you know what I'm but that's where we used to write our um write our poetry and then we'd go we'd go to our um one of our one of the administrators her name was Miss Wilkes shout out Miss Wilkes if you are listening to this and we'd literally like every time we wrote a new poem we'd give it to her to listen to it and she'd I I'm pretty sure those poems were trash, but every time we gave her a poem to listen to, she's like, "Yeah, I like this. I like that," and she'd give us like feedback. She gave me feedback. Will was like that, so Will never really got feedback for. Her. I was the one always trying to struggle, always struggling putting my words together, um, like I am now. But <laughs> but yeah, so it's not my. It's not a diary. Um, that's that's the title and that's the little backstory. I'm gonna give you guys a couple pieces and kind of give y'all like. The time frame of when I wrote this, um, my my mindset and stuff like that's going on. Sorry if I found if I sound down. I just got back from work and like it's been a day. I was gonna wait till my laptop got fixed, but I can't wait that long. I don't know. I haven't even sent it off yet. I'm still waiting on the on the package from Apple, so they're taking their precious time. But we're just gonna jump right into it. Um, this first piece. I wrote this in 2017 and none of my poems really have titles like none of them. So I'm sorry. You're just going to have to just going to have to listen in, okay? All right, here we go. And there's this a cappella too. No beat. Just me. All right. So a little girl once asked me, "What happens when the sun dies?" I said, "When the sun dies, another star takes its place." I almost immediately clenched my pen, unfolded this moment and molded it to stanza. Metaphors transformed to questions like, like what happens when this, when this poem dies? When it takes its last breath of air on stage, as snaps, lay it to rest until the next resurrection. And isn't it, isn't it ironic how we only bring the dead back to life when we are in need of saving, healing, a safe space. Maybe you appreciate the sun after its departure. Witness how this star becomes black hole, condemning all to its unknown, forcing the world to hear a story, to see a story it's been trying to tell for years. Don't you see how easily we revolve the truth, beat around it until it's old, tired of neglect, of us turning our backs just to return when darkness becomes too overwhelming who am i after my revolution am i still a poet or just another star waiting for its replacement so yeah um i haven't i haven't got a i haven't got a title for that i'm probably just going to call um call it when the sun dies i don't know if you guys have title names let me know so this poem, so like a a girl actually asked me um, when I used to um, help teach workshops and stuff. She asked me um, what happens when the sun dies, and I was like, "Girl, you don't want to know." <laughs> but no, in my, I mean, you know, you give that little, you give a kid answer, um, like you know, when the sun dies, another one will take its place. There's there's nothing wrong with the sun, you know, and it just got me thinking because we're writing poetry. And what happens when we finish? Well, like, what's the point of a poem? You know, like, what's the point of writing your thoughts down? Is 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 the battle over when you when you put your pen down? You know, Um, and that's something my um, mentor used to tell me, Josephus, um, Josephus the Third, excuse me, all the time. He he tells like this is like half the battle, um, writing a poem, um, expressing the poem to an audience. Engaging an audience—that's just half the battle. It's almost like you're a salesman when you're a poet. Like you have the—you have a product. You have something that you—you have—you have something that you want to fix, right? You have something that you that you have identified as a problem, or as or identified as something good that needs to be praised. And your job is to engage people and 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 open yourself to them and and allow them to see what you see, or allow them to experience what you've experienced, right? And, but when, when you get that hand clap, when you get that, when you get those snaps, like what happens next, you know, like what happens, what happens after that? Um, and that, that this poem basically, basically asked that question, like we, how many poets do you see protests? Like, it's like, I'm talking about like Black Lives Matter poets, you know, like, oh, like, you know, and I'm just like. I, I don't know, and I've been guilty of it too. And it's not it's not like a poem of chat like to chastise anyone. It's just to beg the question like, what happens after I step off stage? When I when I grab that thought, well, when I expose that thought, um, in your mind and in someone else's mind, like, what happens after that? You know, like, do because I've I've actually done I've actually um I've actually performed, and a lot of poets can can testify to this, but I performed. And people will walk up to me after um, because they they've experienced or they felt what I was saying, right? And that's I feel like, in my opinion, that's the point of a poem. That the point of a poem and the point of like spoken word is to, um, in well, not influence, but it's it's, well, yes, influence. But that's not what I was trying to say. The po the point of spoken word is to force conversation, force discussion. Um, A lot of times, there's not a lot of safe spaces. There's not a lot of safe, sorry, I'm out of breath. I just came back from PT. But there's not a lot of safe spaces for people to express the way they feel and not have blowback, you know? Like, I'm a professional, and there's a lot of professionals who, I mean, everyone's pretty much a professional in their own way, but, like, there's a lot of professionals who can't really say what they like to say um, in their daily lives because of uh, what their job entails or or, um, et cetera. And the point of this safe space, and that's why this um, podcast is here, by the way, but the point of the safe space is to provide, is to, is to like encourage conversation. Um, we're in the midst, we're in the midst of like this COVID stuff, so I don't remember the last time I went to an open mic, you know. And I mean, hey, if you're still going to open mics, hey, more priority to wear a mask, you know. But I I still need that safe space um, for me personally. So if if I influence somebody through this, then per I love it, perfect. Um, but this is for me. And this is for anyone who um, <laughs> who needs a space like this, you know, uh, I oh, by the way, I have like a little app or whatever, and I'm trying to get people on here like you guys are being very shy, especially the one my day one. It's like I'm trying to have conversations out here like I'm trying to do things um, I got I'm trying to finish up this episode. I mean, not this episode, this um, season, like quick fast and in a hurry because I have a lot planned for the next season and I'm trying to get all that together I, hey, I'm speaking it now I'm speaking it now we getting Jasmine on here alright we getting um, who else we getting Rudy on here look I'm speaking it into existence y'all y'all laugh if you want to and Rudy once she hears this because he's going to be on here I'm telling you he's going to be on here I don't know when but we prophesy yeah. uh huh we're prophesying for 2021 yeah so sorry i went off on a little tangent but yeah um when the sun dies that that's that poem and i hope you gathered something from that i wrote that i wrote that uh when i wrote i don't i, I just copied and pasted it, so i didn't have the date maybe i should start replacing the title with the date at least at the very least but I think I wrote this when I was in high school, so about four, four years ago, four or five years ago. Um, so 2016, 2017, something like that. Okay, so yeah, that's that poem. Um, the next poem, I'll give you a title. It's called uh, "Where Is My Funeral?" Okay, and before you even, before we even get to it, so now I'm not suicidal, not like that. Um, but this was this I wrote this. I wrote this when a lot of stuff was going on. Like people were just dying left and right. Uh, A lot of people close to me. And then I just started thinking about everybody that I've lost in my life. And I was just like, wow. So listen to this poem and I hope you like it. Okay. Breathe. All right. Where's my funeral? My aunt got one. My grandfather got one. My teacher got one. my friend got one. How come they got one, but but I don't? How many more parts of me must die, be cut away, before I am unrecognizable? How many more funerals will I attend before I am the special guest, dressed in casket, embalmed and emptied out to resist the dust that I came as long as I can will I cry? Push a tear out like my last bow movement would, would people label me selfish then? I weep. At the expense of others, as terrible news kisses my ear, so I ought to be cry. I'm sorry. Oh, why did I mess up? Where Where'd I end? So I ought to be allowed to cry a river at my own service. Death has a way of bringing the fear and the child out of me at the same time. Some say kids are the least afraid of death because they do not know what it means to truly live. That doesn't stop the eight-year-old from crawling out of my eyes every time death fills the air like like me and God are in the kitchen. He's peeling onions right in front of me, but won't tell me what he's cooking. Who does the child run to when the, when the village has been uprooted? When the child no longer asks childish questions, like, like what happens when someone dies? Passes away. Meaning to move on. Uh, let go, be freed. And and is that to say that we are prisoners here? Slaves to our own inevitability. Collateral damage of a war, we never started. So yeah, um sorry I messed up a little bit and I should've just kept it moving, but I I forget because like on my laptop I can literally <laughs> I can literally mess up, stutter, do all that, and uh you'll never hear it because I'll edit it out, but this is not gonna be edited because I don't have the software on my computer. Amazing. <laughs> But yeah, so this poem I wrote this poem when um, when did I write this I wrote this in 2000 I want to say 2018 uh, summer I think it was yeah summer 2018 and hmm somebody had just died oh no I wrote this I'm lying I wrote this uh I don't even, I can't remember the year because like it's a, it's a blank for me. But I was definitely in college, I think sophomore year and uh, my mentor uh, Duncan Butler, he had just passed away. And I wrote this because I hadn't I hadn't seen or talked to him in so long. I, well, I'll take that back. I kind of I, I came up for one of his shows um, like a couple years back and I check on him like from time to time, but I hadn't seen him in a while and when I heard he died, I was in school in Tennessee. So I had to, um, I had to drop everything. Well, I didn't have to, but I dropped everything and I went um, back to uh, North Carolina to his funeral, and it was crazy because like I went to his funeral, and I, 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 first of all, first of all, I don't even do funerals. Like I do not do funerals. I, I don't do funerals. Like I do not, I do not do funerals. But I had to go to, I had to go to his funeral because I haven't seen him in a while, and I literally. I literally check on him from time to time and it just, it was just unbelievable. Like I had to, I had to go. And so I went and I went into the funeral. This place is packed, you know, packed and people are crying. I was, and I don't, I was trying not to cry. I was trying not to cry, but people, everybody's crying. And what's, what's, what struck, what struck me is like not odd, but like interesting, I guess, or peculiar, I don't know, is the fact that his um, kids, you know, um, weren't crying. And I mean like I guess they got all their tears out. But it's like everybody was crying, but the people um close to them. And it, it just amazed me because like they're trying to be they're being strong, you know, for um for everyone else. But um yeah, I I walked up to the body and like I just started tearing. I just man, I just started boo hooing. And it's was, it's was just crazy because like Every time someone and I and I I hope I'm not the only one that feels this way, but every time someone close to me um dies, it just feels like um I get slower. Like I, I don't I mean that kind of metaphorically, but like I feel like I feel I don't know. It just it just hits me hard. Um and I I think it obviously hits um hits a lot of people hard, if not everybody. But yeah, I just I had questions and I hate bringing religion into it, but. I had questions. Um, There's a line in there. It says, it says, like me and God are in the kitchen. Um, He's peeling onions right in front of my face, but won't let me, but won't tell me what he's cooking. And that's how I feel. And that's how I feel every time someone close to me dies. It's like, it's like literally I'm in the kitchen with God and he's peeling onions. I'm crying, you know, um, he's m- making a meal that I have no idea how I'm going to eat. You know, like he's, uh, it's, it's crazy. And that's just, it was, it was, I was trying to question without questioning. And I, this is what this poem was for. This was tr- uh, me trying to identify how I feel and, um, and I like basically acknowledge my frustrations without being, um, I guess, disrespectful in my religion or in my beliefs. Um, because at the end, I say, uh, when the child is no longer a child, but still asks childish questions, like what happens when someone dies, passes away, meaning to move on, let go, be freed. And and is that to say that we are prisoners here, slaves to our inevit- inevit- inevitability, um, collateral damage to a war we never started? You know, So I feel like some people are vict- like, I don't want to say... I feel like some people are just victims to their own circumstance um, to the, to their circumstance in general. Like they did nothing wrong. They did nothing to deserve um, some of the things that happened to them. And that's what I'm, when I say that I was like, basically like, what, what does that, why, what does that mean? Like what does that do for the greater good? You know, when someone, when, when a good person dies, how is that making the world a better place and how is that making my life better? And so, I mean, that's still a that's still uh, something that I struggle with. Um, I try to look at it like, um, I guess, battles. Um, these are battles that we have to deal with that make that make me as an individual stronger. But yeah, um, yeah, that that's what that. And it's still like a lot of these poems are not even finished yet. Like these are just these are just my thoughts at the time, and I just never revisited. They sound complete because that's how I spit them, but. Um, they're not really they're not really done. I don't think a poem's ever really um, complete, according to <laughs> according to Josephus the third. But yeah, that's that poem. Um Where's My Funeral? Um Sorry, I'm saying I'm a lot. But yeah, okay, next poem. Um This one is not really this was literally just my thoughts. Like this is probably like six lines. It's called A Letter to My Reflection. All right. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, all right. Um, A letter to my reflection. Hey, how are you? I haven't seen you in a while. So I hope you're doing okay. you staying out these streets because I'd hate for you to become my shadow. Yeah, so that's it. (laughs) But yeah. um, So I wrote this actually. Let me think. I wrote this about uh, same time frame, like three or four years ago, and basically, I was I found myself. Um, I don't know. I couldn't recognize myself. Is a, is a better way to put it, um, for lack of better words? But I just I couldn't recognize myself, and I felt like I, I was becoming a new person. And I don't know. And this is not really a good or bad poem. It's just like it. Was, this was just me kind of acknowledging. um kind of acknowledging the fact that I've changed and I this is literally like I wanted to write this and it's, it's literally not done like I just this, this was just on my mind and I never came back to it but um, I wanted to write something um, kind of talking to the self that I used to be right my reflection um, because I haven't seen my reflection in a while so that means that person is still is still there and I haven't I haven't seen them but yeah not to get into the particulars but yeah, I wrote that basically to acknowledge the fact that I've changed and I wanted to, and I, um, at the end of the, at the end of the, I guess the piece it goes because I'd hate for you to become my shadow. Um, I don't know. I kind of, me thinking about it now, I'm okay with that. Like I'm okay with the old me being behind me. Um, um, I, I don't remember how I was really feeling this moment. So unless it was the fact, unless I was going down, like, oh, I can't talk unless I was going down a path that I didn't agree with and I didn't want to go down. Um, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't really mind my reflection becoming my shadow, but according to this, it's probably, it's probably the, um, the other way around. So I was probably becoming someone that I didn't want to, and I missed my reflection and I'm, uh. Uh, I think, yeah, that's probably, that probably sounds a little better. It sounds like me, but I miss, I miss who I was and I felt myself going down a path and I didn't want my reflection to be my past and to be, to be, um, to be behind me. Uh, so I don't know. I think that's up for a lot of interpretation because me, it's very vague and I hate that I didn't go back to this and write a little bit more, but it's very vague and, hmm. Yeah. I might have to revisit that one. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's that one. Uh, Letter to my reflection needs to be longer. I have some very short poems, like some very, very short poems that I need to, that I need to revisit. Like sometimes I I don't know if it's just me. Um, but, Oh, I'm coming up on my max of 30 minutes, but I don't know if it's just me, but I'll literally think of something and then I'll write it in my notes. Uh, I, and then I won't come back to it. Like I'll think of a poem and then I'll write it in my notes. And I'm just like, okay. And I'll come back to it like a year later. And I'm just like, what was I even trying to say or do here? So that's one of those. Um this is ooh, this might be the last poem. Dang, it's a it's a short one for y'all today. But um this one, oh, this one's yeah, this one's cute. Uh I'm sorry to sound like I just <laughs> Like, I just pulled these out of the out of the blue, but, like, I'm just trying to give y'all a variety because I feel like the first couple episodes... What was the first one? Crest? Yeah, that was about... I was, like, a love poem, a little love corny poem. Then the second one was uh, Heartbreak. Yeah, so I'm trying to give y'all some different stuff. Um, so, yeah, the first one we did was... Uh, what was it? Oh, yeah, Little Girl Was At... Yo, What Happens When the Poem Dies? And then Where's My Funeral? It's a little sad, okay. Uh, when I asked out to whether... Oh, this is this. Oh, girl, ooh, excuse me. I'm giving y'all. I'm giving y'all the tea before the tea. All right. So this poem is about my girlfriend, Olivia. Um, When we at first started dating, actually, you know what? Let me just go ahead and give y'all the poem. And then I'll give y'all the backstory after. All right. And sorry if I like mess up and stutter. Like some of these poems I haven't looked at in like years. And yeah, y'all know. Y'all know what's going on. Okay. When I asked God to weather my life, I'm going to start over because I couldn't read the next one. <laughs> okay, for real now. When I asked God to weather my life, I was surprised that he sent a storm, um, a perfect storm, where where pure white clouds form in a clear blue sky on a sunny day. So I guess what I'm trying to say is that you are unexpected. In the midst of my prayer, I wanted the sun to grace his presence, the moon to take the night off, and the cold to go on vacation when, when what I really needed was a good, a good rain. Wash away my past, fill up this voided ditch, make this river functional again, return the flow back to my ocean, show me a new world where there is beauty in the storm, perfection in your imperfection, light behind your cloud's rainbow. I heard lightning doesn't strike in the same place twice. So forgive me if I want to cherish this moment in fear of it never happening again. When, when God made the earth, you clouded his thoughts, made him tear up for the first time. Until you could no longer be a vision, he said, I'm sending a storm. She'll clear she will clear your world of what used to be and show you what can. Who that poem. Look, let me tell you, so I brought that poem out of the trenches. Like I was going through and you know we got technology now, so like you gotta go down in your notes and go to the archives and stuff, but um I found my I found my um, I found this poem like 2018, um 18 I think Lord don't get me in trouble don't get me in trouble I want to say yeah 2018 so I'm not gonna tell you the story about how me and Olivia met but I'll tell you what I'll tell you where my mentor was when I wrote this poem so like um let me get my thoughts together because this poem is like so old and it's probably like the first i i don't even know like i wrote this poem um about olivia right and um the reason i wrote this poem is because uh olivia was perfect she was she was the perfect um mixture and she is the perfect mixture of everything um that i uh like need in a person right and when she came my way, it it came literally like a like a storm. Like you get the you get the, I don't and this is not this is not to sound negative. This is actually a good thing. But I mean, you get that first like you get that first um, that first drizzle, right? And that first drizzle, you like okay, okay, I, I can deal with this. Then it starts pouring hard, and you realize that you're not you're not as equipped as you thought you you were um, for this, right? For and for life in general and so that's that's how olivia came like she came it was sunny you know we loved it um it, I, I loved it and then there's a little a little a little rain here and there and then at times and and this this is not to say that this is our relationship this is to say that this was my this was my um my life like my mental and emotional state um because before then i presented myself as just you know just sunshine you know and that's so, that's so, uh, what's the word for it? That is unrealistic because everyone has a sun and everyone has, um, and everyone has clouds too, you know? And the more you, the more you try to hide your clouds, the more you'll get filled up. And the more, the more, the more rain that will come. And this is something that I had to learn, uh, when I started dating Olivia, like, yo, um, this is, I'm not perfect. And but through through the adversity that I'm like facing, I can then um, I can then acknowledge my past, acknowledge the things that I don't like about myself right now. And I can move forward. Um, A lot of people, a lot of people don't like the rain. Um, They don't like when things change. They don't like to feel uncomfortable. Uh, And that this poem is basically to say that it's okay. It's okay to feel, it's okay to be vulnerable. Um, it's okay to be vulnerable with somebody else because that's something that I struggle with a lot. Um, I'm, I'm talking fast because this thing is about to end. It's gonna cut me off in a second, but I wanna share with you guys something else. Uh, it's, this is like an add-on piece that I did to, to kind of shorten it out. Um, and, and this is connected to, this is connected to um, this poem too. Wait, what's that? Do y'all hear that? Or is it just me? Hold up. I hope that's not. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, I'm hearing some voices and I just don't. This microphone must be picking up the next door neighbor. But yeah, so this this poem right here just is. This is like, I guess this will kind of make a little bit more sense of it. When you see her clouds form do not run for cover don't take out your umbrella take off your shirt embrace the storm allow her tears to run down your chest allow her her rage to forge a new beginning on your body she needs rain to grow you you need rain to grow but but also you need to stick around to witness the beauty that arises from the flood um so yeah i mean that's that literally just sums up what was going on um this thing is about to end so i'm about to y'all are not about to hear me for like two seconds hold up and this yeah they got to bring my laptop back because i just lost my train of thought boy good god this thing took forever to upload yeah this ain't it all right well back to what i was talking about since i really don't, don't even know what i was talking about for real but um, what was I saying? <laughs> like y'all can remind me. Yeah, okay. But this is the last time I'm gonna say, but, but, yeah, that's how I, that's how I feel. Um, um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to gather my, trying to gather my train of thought. <sighs> Lord have mercy. Yeah, y'all gonna have to bear with me. But I'm, I'm gonna read the poem again just because I forgot. I'm reading my head real quick. Mm, mm, mm. Take care of oh, yeah. So I had to learn how to be vulnerable. I had to learn how to be vulnerable um, with people, especially with people who are close to me. Because um, a lot of times I found myself, uh, I guess, I found myself not giving that same energy, right? Like someone's opening up to me. Um, someone's like basically pouring their heart out. And yes, I can relate but am i giving that same energy like in return and i was not really i was not really comfortable um with myself with my past um and just with who i was to um to embrace the storm embrace embrace the rain and i use the um the umbrella metaphor like don't take out your umbrella take off your shirt i use that as a as a um, reference to I guess those shields, those things that you try to um, you try to use, those barricades that you use to protect yourself, and that was just to say, like sometimes you don't need it. Like, embrace the rain. Like you're not you're not gonna be in it forever. But if you embrace it now, like it won't you won't ever you won't really it won't bother you next time, you know. And I don't know. I just that poem was like one of those one of those poems. Basically, these two poems, basically, just me acknowledging the fact that someone god sent someone um god sent what i need and it's my job to embrace it it's my job to take and to, and to not um to not spite the rain you know not not spite it because i don't know i just feel like rain rain will rain will wash away the bad things rain will wash away the bad things and allow allow the great things to grow so that's how i saw it and yeah i mean that's pretty much all to it. I don't want to get too deep into it because it's not really, I mean, it's it's not really that deep for real. It's just, that's just what it was. And I wrote this, it's crazy because I wrote this (laughs) as soon as me and Olivia started dating. Uh, I think, actually, yeah, yeah, I wrote it. No, 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 I take that back. I wrote it when we had our first, uh, we had our first like argument, called as she likes to call it. I don't know if I said it right. But we had our first like disagreement and stuff and it wasn't really a disagreement. It was more of me trying to it was more of my pride um, taking the front seat, and when when I was like assessing the situation, you know, debriefing myself, I was like, "Yo, like, why are you fighting this? Why are you fighting this? And why are you fighting her um, for trying to for trying to get to know you?" Um, and that's when I was like, "Yo, I'm literally like, all she's trying to do is be there for me, and I'm literally pu- and I'm literally pushing her away." So that's that's the that was the point of this poem and that's why I wrote it because I had to embrace it and I had to not be afraid of the possibility of someone um someone caring for me, you know? So yeah, that's that poem. Um I don't there's no there's no review of the week because I can't even like I don't know, I can't I, I don't know. I don't know. You guys need to start reviewing my stuff. Please, please start reviewing it. Um, If you're listening to this on Apple podcast, make sure you give it five stars. You know, we're trying to grow this thing. We're trying to create a safe space, trying to create basically um, mimic like uh, open mic type of environment. But just a conversation. I just I just want to talk to people, you know, and I just want to um, express myself and allow other people to express themselves, whether it's poetry, whether it's song, whatever the case may be, storytelling. I don't care. Like if you have a story to tell, if you have an experience to to expand on it, you do it um, creatively. Like hit me up. Like we're gonna do this because we're growing. I don't know where I don't know where the world is going, but I know where I'm going. Okay. So that's that. Um there's no outro for this. So you can click off of this whenever. I'm just gonna keep talking. Actually, you know what? No, I'm gonna give you a formal outro. <clears throat> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Under the Pen podcast with your host, Alice Jado. We'll see you next time. Peace.